Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, welcome to Domain Masters. I'm Monty Khan, your host. Uh, I'm happy to be back in the lovely Boca Studios. We've been away for a couple weeks. Uh, as everyone knows, uh, we were at SES in New York and... Um, if uh, anybody didn't know, last week we ran our show. We ran our show from SES uh, New York uh, because we had a schedule change uh, from seven o'clock to three o'clock, and uh, it was a good show. And I'm glad we reran it because a lot of people wanted to listen to um, um, the folks that we had on. We had uh, Jake Bailey on. Um, and we had uh, um, the folks from uh, Urchin on, and uh, we just uh, uh, had a really good show. Tonight, I'm really psyched to uh, to make up any lost time with you. Uh, I have uh, Tim Mayer on, who is the uh, Director of Product Management uh, for the U.S. search uh, uh, company, Yahoo. And uh, Tim has been responsible for the product direction of Yahoo Search and has over 10 years of experience, uh, comes with a wealth of knowledge in the search space. He's been with Overture and Inktomi and uh, a number of different companies. He'll be on in a little bit. And uh, I have Stephanie Leffler on, who's the CEO of Monster Commerce. And we're going to have a really good show. We're going to really get into uh, some ways these companies can help domainers and webmasters improve profitability and uh, their bottom line and some of the tricks of the trade. Similar to when we had uh, Matt Cuts on from Google, we're going to learn some things that maybe people didn't know about um, uh, Yahoo uh, Search and uh, their change in marketing strategy with Overture becoming now Yahoo Search. And uh, I had the pleasure of attending the great uh, party in New York uh, that was put on by uh, Webmaster uh, Radio, and uh, uh, it was a lot of fun. So uh, we'll be back to you in a couple minutes. We're going to run some commercials and uh, be back on with Tim Meyer. Thanks. Unlock the adventure. Your key to the hottest games on the net. From Ultima Online to Dark Age of Camelot is here. Introducing Duocash. Duocash. Available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at duocash.com. Enjoy instant access to the ultimate internet gaming excitement. Anywhere you see paybycash.com or Duocash. No credit card or bank account required. Game merchants and webmasters, get your game on. Don't leave money on the table except Duocash. Sign up today for the official prepaid game card. Of the internet. Are you ready to optimize your website's full potential? Well, it's all about positioning. Trusted by search engines for delivering clean and optimized content pages for customers. The trusted feeds industry pioneers at Position Technologies will help you build a solid foundation for creating long-term impact on you and your customers' bottom line. So visit PositionTechnologies.com today and look forward to achieving new heights within the search engines. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. 
uh, before we uh, have uh, Tim on, uh, just make sure you guys log into the chat room. And uh, Tim's online. He's going to answer any questions uh, that come up. I'm going to try and catch him also in the chat room. Uh, I also have uh, uh, Victor Pitts on uh, from uh, our offices that will help uh, help with some questions as well. Um, I'm real excited to have uh, Tim on uh, from Yahoo. Um, I know that it's been very hard to get his uh, get him on uh, on the show. We tried to do it on SES, and he happened to be on a panel the same time that we were doing our show uh, a couple weeks ago. So, Tim, welcome on board. Yeah, thanks very much, Monty. It's good to finally be on the show. I know we were trying to do it last week, but uh, I got talking to uh, Eric Meyer, who's the big uh, CSS guru, and we had a little chat That's on the panel, so I completely <laughs> missed the uh, the show, which is too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know that you tried. I know you came afterwards uh, after we already wound up, but I'm real happy to have you on, and uh, thanks for taking the time out. I know there's a lot of people that are listening out there that uh, want to hear what's going on with uh, with Yahoo Search and what's going on with Overture these days. Um, uh, I know from personal experience, uh, we've had experience with uh, with Overture and have uh, a lot of RPPC solutions running on on those pages. And what I'd really like to do is um, uh, on on your segment is really get into some uh, tricks and tips uh, for people to really help them optimize uh, their revenues and their um, you know PPC revenues and their landing pages and uh, help uh, webmasters who are engaged in projects for um, advertisers and and companies the, to give them more presence and talk about some of the products and services that you guys offer and maybe get into some of the um, things that people don't know about um, Yahoo Search some of the tools and uh, I understand that you guys came out with uh, a product or two that were announced today and uh, talk about some of those uh, those items as well. Yeah, sounds great. Um, before we get started, um, what I'd like to do is find out a little bit about what got you into the business, how you got interested in the internet, and uh, a little bit of your background so um, uh, people know what really got you engaged in, um, in getting into the, into the search engine market and into, the, um, um, you know, into Yahoo. Yeah, believe it or not, I sort of ended up in uh, search somewhat uh, by accident. I came out of school not uh, really knowing what I, you know, what was out there and what I wanted to do, and I ended up working for a trademark uh, trademark search company. And I was originally uh, doing searches, and then uh, a professional searcher, and then I went on to uh, be a product manager uh, in that company. And um, that sort of it went from there, and then I ended up just uh, working for a lot of different uh, companies throughout the years since um, you know for about ten years on uh, working on different products. And when the internet came along, I started uh, developing uh, web products, taking things like Westlaw and uh, LexisNexis databases and going direct to the consumer on the web. And then uh, and then I just found the internet was a much uh, more expansive uh, way to get to u- get users to use uh, search because initially when I started in search you needed to be a professional you needed to know a lot about query language and um, boolean searching and you know now anyone you know my family can just get on the web and you know do a search and get pretty good results back yeah, that's great. And having 10 years of experience, I guess you've seen um, uh, the industry evolve quite a bit. Uh, uh, back in the old days, it was a lot more cryptic, and uh, not not as many uh, people were going on the web to find out what they were looking for. They were still using Yellow Pages, and uh, um, of course, with uh, the popularity of Google and Yahoo these days, um, uh, it's uh, you know it's changing the way people are doing business. 
Yeah, I mean, back, you know, even in the late 90s, uh, you know, web search didn't really have a business model. Uh, you know, uh, GoTo or, uh, you know, Overture as it's now, well, Yahoo Marketing Solutions as it's known now, but uh, it was known as Overture and then GoTo before that, you know, it was initially just a PP, uh, P4P engine where everything was paid for performance. And then when someone had the great idea of syndicating this across, you know, AOL and AltaVista and adding a few paid links up at the top, that's when, you know, the business model really got going and uh, people realized the opportunities, uh, you know, in search, uh, you know, to make money. And I think that's why going to SES last week, you saw, you know, 4,500 people attending the show You re- and so many companies were there to uh, exhibit. So many exhibitors, you, f- you realize just how many people are getting into it and just how uh, ripe the opportunity is right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's becoming um, a huge market, and I know a lot of our customers are making a lot of money um, providing search results on on their um, domain parking pages. And, of course, companies are spending more and more money online um, today than they ever were before, um, even in the the co- combination of all years combined this year and next year are supposed to be huge years for, um, for online advertisers. Yeah, no, that's definitely right, both on the media side and on the, uh, on the search side. So... One of the things that's interesting is uh, the evolution of Overture. As you said, uh, started off as GoTo and then and then went to Overture. And now Yahoo has made a quite of an announcement. I guess they made the announcement at SES that Overture is going to be now Yahoo Search, and uh, basically the name's going away. How is that transition running in your company, and what uh, what was really behind that? Well, I think Yahoo is one of the strongest uh, internet brands, you know, in the world. One of the most recognizable brands, and uh, people, after all, are generally buying distribution on the Yahoo network. So I think just from from that perspective, it made sense to uh, integrate the brands. So you know, when you have all your advertising dollars and all your brand awareness supporting a single brand, it obviously str- makes that brand stronger rather than. Um, you know, having 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 to uh, figure out a lot of having to support a lot of different brands, which costs a lot more money and doesn't give the full support from our marketing and advertising teams to that single you know Yahoo brand. Right, right, agreed. And so, what are some of the dynamic changes that are going to be made, if any, um, to the technology uh, because of this move? Uh, what were some of the um, what were some of the differences in the past, and now that this is going to be really molded up under one, um, one, uh, you know, one brand, is there anything that's going to be significantly changing? What do people need to, to be on the lookout for? Well, I think we're constantly working to improve our search products, be it on the algorithmic side, uh, which I'm directly involved in, or the uh, paper performance side. Um, you know, we're, we're constantly working on improving those and... Uh, making them more relevant and giving advertisers, uh, you know, better better targeted leads. So I I don't think you know specifically you know I can't get into you know specifics on you know this is how we're going to be changing uh, the uh, P4P product uh, or web search. I can talk about some recently released things that we changed on the search page or in um, in the algorithmic product, but uh, I can't really talk about specifics going forward. Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of the things that uh, that you just announced. I understand that you guys just launched uh, a product today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, we just launched uh, a product that came out, which is called Yahoo 360, and it's really a uh, it brings together social networking uh, with uh, community and blogging. 
So what this does, it allows you to go in and um, utilize a lot of the Yahoo services in one place. So it might be Messenger, Photos, Yahoo Local, uh, LaunchCast Music, Yahoo Groups. Uh, also do um, blogging, so and you share that with all your friends. So it brings together all the services and allows you to share those services with your friends. So you can uh so if you have your photos you you can uh it's sort of similar somewhat similar to Orkut the service that Google launched but mm-hmm. it integrates all the Yahoo services i mean that was the main problem with Orkut is people went there and they were like i connected with all my friends what do i do and what this allows you to do is you can create blog your blog there you can uh, have all your photos and all your Yahoo stuff and share that uh, with your friends. Oh, that's cool. So I think it's really cool. And right now it's invite only, so it's um, sort of propagating from um, Yahoo employees. But if you go to, um, if you type in uh, 360 into the search box, you'll see there's a little Yahoo shortcut, which will lead you to, to a page where you can sign up to be invited when the uh, product opens up to uh, general availability. But I'll also be sending you know invites to a bunch of different people in the industry, so I would expect um, a bunch of SEOs, you know, peop- that it spreads pretty quickly, so I, I'd imagine people would be able to get an invite pretty quickly. When, when do you anticipate the um, the general release or launch of that? Uh, I do not have um, data on that right now, but I would imagine, like, I'll pro- I can send, Monty, I can send you an invite uh, reasonably soon. So you can, you know, in the next day, you know, today or or tomorrow morning, and then you can check it out and then invite other people. Oh, cool. So uh, so you wouldn't mind if I sent it across our 15,000 customers then? <laughs> 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 so if you, get a, if you get a lot of personal emails uh, uh, to, for invitations, uh, you'll know where it came from. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, how about the Yahoo Developer Network? So that's something we people have been asking for for a long time. Ever since you know I was at Inc. to me and then at Fast, everyone wants to develop applications. People obviously want more query, want to have access to more queries as well as having access to more services. Like people are interested in the web, but with this we give people access to our speller. We give people access to Yahoo Local. They get access to our image search database as well as our web search database. So. Um, it, you know, it's um, as well as the video search, which is a new product we just announced pretty recently, which uh, is quite popular. So this allows people to build applications on top of these uh, these data feeds, and it's been very popular. We've been uh, you know overwhelmed with the the amount of response we've got. We've had over 20 people uh, build applications that are available on our uh, on our page. If you go to the Yahoo. Uh, um, develop, if you go to developer.yahoo.net, um, you'll see a whole community as well as documentation around this. We have a wiki, a weblog, uh, as well as a whole list of applications. So you can go check that out and also just get access to uh, to these applications. And the one nice thing is we've bumped up traditionally um, for a lot of the services out there, you've been limited to about 1,000 um, queries per day. And we've actually bumped this up to uh, 5,000 queries per day. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that's pretty nice. And if people have a really uh, interesting application that they they need uh, ten thousand or a research application or some other application they need more than five thousand, they can also always contact us, and we can potentially work something out with those people. 
Okay, great. And and does the Yahoo de- Developer Network uh, have a cost to it? Um, to those? That no, subscribe? it's entirely um, it's entirely free. And the three sixty network as well. Uh, yeah, the three sixty network is uh, entirely free as well. I mean, obviously, if you um, you know, if you have photos and you decide to, you want them printed and sent to you, you'll, uh, you know, you'll have to pay for the photos or any Yahoo services that you do buy off of um, 360. But to use 360 to have a profile and to share your information, have a blog that's entirely free. Oh, that's very that's very nice. And so this kind of uh, differentiates um, uh, Yahoo a little bit from uh, from the competition. That was going to be kind of my next topic uh, with everything that is going on with Google. Um, Yahoo being um, you know the most trafficked uh, website in the world. What are some of the things that you're, you guys are strategically doing um, to um, you know to to stay ahead of the game? There's a lot of uh, things going on with Google and with some of the other uh, search players in the market. Uh, what's the you know what's what's on the table? What's going to happen in the near future? Um, what are the, some of the exciting things that are going to be coming out? Well, I think that as example, an example of 360, what it does, it allows us. A lot of people don't know about everything we have at Yahoo. And what this allows us to do is tie together a lot of services. So someone can go in and say, you know, I can go to this one place and I can, these are all the different Yahoo services will be available to me. And you can customize it and just use the ones that you really want to use. And traditionally people know about mail. Uh, a lot of people use finance. A lot of people use news. And a lot of people use search. But there are a lot of other, um, other things out there. Uh, you know, every time I tell a friend, I say, oh, do you you know we have this, and they say, "Oh, I never knew that. That's really cool." Right. So, we're so, so going to this, going to 360 is going to allow people to see. A, will, it will be displayed in a menu format, so you can see all the different things that Yahoo. There are actually um, different, um, you know, boxes. So you'll have one uh, area where it will have all your friends. Like these are all the friends you're connected to. I'll have another area where you'll have, you know, my photos that you're sharing, and you'll have a bunch of, um, you know, some photos um, that you can see. And then you'll have a, a blog view where you can uh, post your blog. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things we'd like to do is just increase the discoverability of, uh, of all the Yahoo services. And we've done that through search. If you do a search and you see the Yahoo shortcuts, uh, you can do lots of, um, uh, lots of different uh, activities. And we'll just give you the answers if you want stock quotes, whether, uh, or if you uh, type, type in something and we have the answer from a Yahoo service. So if you type in a band and then you want to listen to that on launch, we can provide a link that will go right into the launch network. Oh, that's 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 uh, very nice. And one of the things we've what, something we've re- we released last Wednesday that not many people know about, uh, and this really applies to the Firefox um, users out there, is we uh, both we added an add to my Yahoo uh, link on. Um, on Firefox, on the Firefox toolbar. Right. So if you go to the search results page and you want to add that to my Yahoo, you can just add that particular search, and then that will show up as an RSS feed on my Yahoo. And we also added an RSS auto-discovery link to the search results page. So uh, when you go to uh, a search result page, you'll have this little red button will will um, light up on the bottom right, and it's called Live Bookmark, and that will allow you to actually uh, uh uh, view the the search results in uh, RSS format, which we think is uh, a pretty cool feature. Yeah, that is a cool feature. Uh, there's a question in the on the on the uh, in the chat. Um, contextual search API is it, it? Would that be available yet? The contextual search API. Uh, so you're talking. Are you talking about YQ? Yes. Yeah, I mean that's already. Um, I mean YQ. You can go to the. You can go to our next. 
if you go to next.yahoo.com, um, the, all you need for the, for YQ uh, is available uh, at that site, and it's a pretty interesting tool. It allows you to um, put a link uh, under an article. So, if you're a news site, for example, that's what the uh, the example that showed on next.yahoo.com is you can, any publisher can add a, a link, and then if someone clicks on it, we'll use the context of that specific news article to provide you search results. And these might be news, um, it might show you news results, uh, so you're getting really contextual uh, answers um, to your question. So if you put in, um, you know, if the article's about, um, you know, some murder in Texas, uh, you could click on that and you get related articles both uh, in the news search and then you get re- um, sort of background articles potentially in the, uh, in the web search results below those. Oh, okay, good. Good. Now, um, getting to um, uh, some other things related around the domainer community, um, the you know, one of the things that we went over uh, with other some of the other search companies that we've had online are some of the the tips and tricks of um, of uh, how uh, people that own domain names and are monetizing do, do their domains, um, you know, better be better informed, walk away from especially a, um, an interview like this with some things that maybe they didn't know about that can help them either place higher in the Yahoo um, search results or um, optimize their page better. Um, can you give us some, you know, give the community some um, some things? that the, the domain community can be doing to help uh, generate more revenue for themselves and, uh, and have more relevant search results on their landing pages. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about domainers, you're talking about people that have content on the page or are parking domains? Well, I would say that both. Uh, I, I would like you maybe to address both sides because uh, there's a huge community, obviously, that use Overture search results and, and uh, for their park domains. They um, linguistically map those domain names, or you guys linguistically map those domain names to, to pull up relevant content and relevant links. And every time somebody would go and click on one of those links, they obviously get to share in the revenue with, uh, with uh, Overture slash Yahoo uh, with that result. So that's one one side of the coin, and then those that have content that um, want to make, make better use of their, you know, their frames, um, similar to AdSense, but you know, some of the things that maybe uh, Yahoo's coming out with or already has available that can generate more revenue for them. Yeah, in terms of um, you know, publisher publisher solutions offered by um, you know, Yahoo uh, Marketing Services, there are obviously lots of uh, rumors around about uh, you know and and what people are calling an AdSense competitor, and there are lots of news articles out there. I mean, basically, uh, right now, if people want to find out find more find out more about these services and be notified when. Um, future services become available, you can go to publishers, publisher, singular, .yahoo.com, and you can put in your email address, and when we start um, launching additional uh, services in the future, uh, two publishers will definitely notify you. At this point, uh, we're doing some initial testing of some new uh, advertiser and publisher products, as you've probably seen on some of the blogs uh, that are around the web. Right. And, um, you know, there's one product manager from... Uh, from Yahoo Marketing uh, Services down in Pasadena, and he has a blog, and he's been testing one of one of these products, which has gotten quite a lot of publicity. Um, can, you, can you share uh, how people might be able to view that? Because uh, these are some of the things that are exciting for Yahoo to come out with, and I'm sure that a lot of domainers are interested in in seeing some of the examples of what's going to be available in the near future. Uh, let me see. I would. Uh, I know. Um, uh, Nick W on Threadwatch has it on his blog. He links uh, he links to it. So I think if someone goes to that site, they can probably uh, um, 
they can probably check out that domain, or maybe someone can put it. I, I don't remember the domain per se, but I know okay. it's all around the uh, the internet. So maybe someone who knows um, can just post it on the uh, on the chat forum. Right. Because I, I just don't I don't remember that right now. But uh, I can either when you're on, I'll come back in the chat room when Stephanie's on. I can post it if no one does it before me. Okay. Okay. Great. And how about the the traditional parking page solutions and some of the things that might be coming out there? Um, what's going on in the international, um, you know, uh, the international side of things? Uh, um, picking up relevant content from the international community, which is growing by leaps and bounds, by the way. Um, how is Yahoo and Overture addressing that? And um, and I also want to touch a little bit on um, fraud pre- prevention, and I know that's a big issue and a c- big concern for um, for all the PPC companies as well, and uh, some of the things that we can well, all do. Can you say that again? What's the big concern? Um, fraud. Oh, fraud, yeah. Yeah, fraud, which is, of, uh, of course, a big concern, and uh, um, everyone wants to prevent you know, fraud because it affects everybody's uh, rev share and, their, and right. their ultimate revenue, and uh, talk about some of the things that you guys are doing that are innovative to, to make sure that what people are typing in, they're getting legitimate content, and that the, both the advertiser and the publisher are uh, getting paid the most or getting the best results from that. Right. Um, yeah, so Overture, or what used to be called Overture, has a bunch of, uh, you know, different solutions for, uh, you know, for domain parked uh, pages. Uh, typically in Yahoo Search, we aim to, you know, keep these pages out of the index generally because it's not a really good user experience if someone comes to a domain that just has, uh, you know, has paid links on it and no, you know, user content. So typically we try and keep these out of the results and then when they come, when they start to have content on them, we will uh, include them back in, into the index. Um, All right, so so a parking page with um, Yahoo results um, would not be, obviously, uh, something that would be indexed within Yahoo searching. Right, because we, we think that it, you know, when you're on a search result page, you don't really want to click through and get another search result page. It's a little redundant and circular. Right, right. And and those that do have content, what's the best way? I mean, what's what's the real trick here? If uh, what, how much content does one have to have on a page, and then mix in those search results so that you're really getting good, you know, good search placement and being able to get the benefit of getting, um, you know, the most out of the links that you're providing on those pages. Yeah, I think you you want to have. You know, just design it for the user and have enough, you know, have enough content that fits on a regular, regular, regular size screen. And um, one of the key things we always talk about is to have a page about one specific topic. And that's really, you know, a good optimization technique is to say, you know, this page is about about uh, about this topic. Because the way search works generally, if you look at the different engines, we have, you, you really get one or maybe two chances for your site to turn up in every group of 10 results. So in order to convert, you want to make sure the right uh, page shows up in each search engine for each particular query. Right, right. Uh, so by having very disparate pages about different things and making them very targeted and focused, you're going to ensure the right page shows up for the right query. And, so, that, and that helps, the, I mean, Yahoo actually looks for that and ranks that higher. Um, I wouldn't say, I, I think what happens, what ends up happening is, yes, you will show up probably better for that 
particular phrase, um, that keyword, that you'll make sure that the right page from your site shows up at the right time, and therefore you'll get much better conversion, whether it be um, people clicking on your um, you know, on your ads on your site or people actually buying a product. Right, right. So having a page that's mixed with a bunch of different topics probably isn't as good as having dedicated pages that are specific to that to that topic. It's basically right. one of your points. Yeah, you don't you it needs to be you know, it should look natural. Um, but you I don't think you should be um, I think it's easier for a search engine to understand what a page is about if if it has some focus to it rather than being about lots of different um, um, different topics, right? And you know, everybody, um, everybody. It's so mysterious the 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 hundred things that a Google looks at when they're doing page rank. And you know, there's obviously different techniques that Yahoo uses than than Google does. Can you share with us um, some of those differences? Um, knowing both systems, which I you know I'm sure you're familiar with, but it's really I think it's really interesting that um, that you can rank really high in one engine and not rank so well in another engine. And there's there's so much disparity on really coming up in both engines, um, you know, really high. And so, you know, there's this mysterious one, 100 list of things that Google looks for. And of course, we, we, we all know some of the, some of the you know, obvious things. But in terms of Yahoo, what are the, some of the things that maybe some people don't know about that you can share with the domain community that can help them, you know, you know help them uh, help their pages get ranked higher? Yeah, I think I'm really putting you on the spot, as you can see. Yeah, well, I mean, I think talking in, um, um, first, at a general level, I think people often, you know, when I talk to SEOs, people generally say, oh, Google um, relies, you know, mostly on links, and Yahoo relies more on on-page factors. And, uh, you know, we're constantly, we're constantly trying... Uh, you know, testing new uh, algorithms and new products on our website. So a lot of times people come and say, wow, I was number, you know, 30 today, and now I'm number 60, and then I'm number 20. So I think people should, should, when they look at our results, uh, you know, expect things to change and not be... Uh, you know, everyone gets very concerned when oh, I went down two places, I went up. Yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's like it's so viral and addictive because one of the things that um, that Matt shared when he was on the show is that they stopped uh, doing um, uh, live page rank updates. They do it every three months now or something because they were getting so many calls in from webmasters, like what the heck happened, you know? And and it was um, it was bogging them down in in the office. So I'm sure it's happening with Yahoo as well. Um, but you know, the, the the is what are the what are like a couple things that you guys look for that you know that Google does not look for. <laughs> well, it's hard to 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 know. I mean, we don't know obviously everything that Google, um, um, you know, Google looks for. I mean, when I talk to people, I find people that um, you know in the link buying business tend to tend to rank much better on Google than they do um, uh, do with us uh, anecdotally. Um, I would say that, I mean, obviously these are, I'm not really, I don't think I can get into deep specifics. Well, I mean, don't share everything, but I mean, get, get, give us a little bit of a bone here that, uh, because that's that's one of the things that people want to listen for. I mean, right. if you can pick up a couple key tips, you know, that help them out. I mean, obviously it helps it helps Yahoo out um, when they do that because they want to rank higher. And if they have relevant, you know, legitimate content and they have nice advertising links that help support the Yahoo network, um, you know, they're going to want to help Yahoo make more money and therefore 
before they make more money. So it's a, it, you know, don't share anything that's, you know, that I'm going to get killed for if you tell me. But, you know, something that, uh, something that maybe not too many people know about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have Derek crack it up over here because <laughs> I've answered this question four different ways. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. I'm, I'm, la- I'm, to give you I'm la- laughing back here. I'm laughing my butt off. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. <laughs> you know, well, I, just want, I want somebody. To, I want people to walk away saying, "Oh God, I didn't know that." You know, that will really help me be successful. That's all. Well, do you have a specific question um, that you want uh, that, that you want answered, and then I, I can okay. Give me, give me five. Five, five ways five in, uh, five ways that someone can can really be successful using um, Yahoo search you know using the yeah I mean if you want to get in I mean some of the good ways to get into our search engine are obviously linked from an existing page in the index that's a very quick way um, uh, other ways that pretty much ensures you're in are one, another thing people don't know about is our free submit product actually picks things up incredibly fast. Okay, how, how do people get signed up on that? You just go to, um, uh, I think it's called, you go to the free submit page. It's a link in, uh, if you go to the help page of Yahoo Search, mm-hmm. it will say, how do I submit my site? And you go in there and you should be able to uh, you know, get a page in in a few in a few days, right. a lot of people say, "Oh, I won't get in." We do have very strong, you know, if you have a spammy page, um, don't expect it to get in because we do run, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, we do check those for spam right, pretty right, thoroughly. Right. But I bet you a lot of people didn't know that because they probably think that they would have to pay to get submitted to be picked up. Now, now we know that they can actually go through the free submit and it and it works, right? Yeah, we we should find you very quickly in uh, the free crawl. We've been crawling much more aggressively, and I've heard that feedback from uh, people that they feel we are spidering the site um, a lot more uh, frequently. And people are saying, "Oh, wow, you're spidering me a lot," and I'm not seeing myself in the index. And you know, people should be patient because sometimes you know we have crawls at different speeds. We have some that get you in in under a day um, for. You know, sites that we feel are very important, and then we have some we crawl and we uh, update a couple of times a week, and then we have other updates that might take uh, up to a few weeks. So, oh, okay, you so you can you can expect a pretty wide range of uh, results from that, depending on. I mean, when you say important, how do you how do you measure importance in terms of that um, analysis? I mean, what do you what do you classify as being important in terms of that? Um. An important page would be from an authoritative site. I mean, obviously, links help us determine that. Um, there are a lot of other quality factors we um, uh, we use, which will um, which will help you uh, help determine that as well. I mean, obviously, if something's ten or fifteen directories deep, um, that might be considered less important than something that's uh, you know one, two, or three levels deep, and. Um, you know, people need to get deeply crawled, make your site, uh, you know, your content something reasonable in terms of directory depth. Make something, you know, three or four levels maximum. Don't, don't, don't have something that's extremely, um, you know, low level because that will just be given, you know, we, obviously the, a human and a crawler will ha- have a much harder time discovering that content. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, any other uh, tips regarding that? Um, 
What else can I share? I think one of the things people need to understand about, you know, do I rank well in Google? Do I rank differently in Yahoo and Google? I mean, there are lots of reasons. One could be um, just our, our ranking algorithm is different. Another could be, you know, you have, you know, one engine or the other thinks you have spammy content. And, you know, you've been found, you know, either Google said, wow, we've, this, this um, site we think is low quality and is spamming us, or Yahoo might have find that, found out about that site and dealt with it appropriately. And sometimes the other, site, the other people don't find that. And you can't say, oh, well, Yahoo, um, you know, we're number 30 at Yahoo and we're number one at Google. Uh, we couldn't be, there's no way we could be spam. And that might be just because, you know, Google hasn't determined you as spam, and, and it can be the same vice versa. But I think a lot of, because Google was so big for a long time, people say, oh, well, you know, if, if I'm ranking number one in Google and I'm not ranking in Yahoo, you know, somehow, um, you know, the search engine's broken. Oh, right. <clears throat> right. And, and, I mean, is there a different definition of spam than there is? I mean, if you're a blatant spammer, that's obvious, but... In that particular example that you just gave, where one engine might think, you know, might determine that it's spam and one engine doesn't, how how does Yahoo determine what's spam and what's not? I think generally, I think the engines are pretty consistent about what they think are spam and what um, what they don't think uh, is spam. Um, I don't. I think what it is is there are so many pages uh, out there and so many different ways of spamming, and people have different detection mechanisms. So uh, one engine catches some people, and the other engine uh, catches other people, and that's what uh, that's why you get a bunch of uh, disparity uh, in this area. Right. All right. Well, this is a this is a good topic. Uh, just to, just to wrap this point up is that if you do get have a problem with Yahoo and you think that your issue is legitimate, that you have legitimate content, but you're you're somehow blacklisted and you're not you're not getting um, you know getting the results that you think you should. And this did actually happen to, to us. Uh, uh, we bought Moniker.com from a, actually from a from a customer of ours uh, several years ago and didn't know, but it actually was blacklisted um, and didn't know it for a little while. Um, it turns out it was blacklisted or not in the Yahoo index because it was actually used as a search page with no content on it. Right. And so we discovered it because um, when we first did our first round of SEO analysis, um, we discovered this and um, I ran into, I forgot who it was at the SES show in, in San Jose and um, uh, the gentleman really helped me out a lot and gave me the right contact to contact to really get us um, looked at again and evaluated in Yahoo. And although it wasn't very, very quick, um, it did occur and we got uh, we got out of the black blacklist and and back into the search uh, you know into the search listings what is the best way for people to resolve that with yahoo in the quickest way and um how how does one speed up that process if at all yeah, so we create a process, and we have uh, actually an internal SLA for people to actually get back um, uh, to actually resolve these issues. So pe- what people can do is send an email to YST Feedback. So it's y- it stands for y- Yahoo Search Technology. Um, so it's ystfeedback at yahoo.com. And you send an email to that address, and you say, you know, this is my um, – you know, domain. I think I'm banned. Uh, this is what um, I've done. This is why I think it happened, and this is what I've done to clean it up. And then what will happen is this will go to uh, to a team that will look through the site and make sure. Um, 
you know that that the site is actually clean now, and then we'll reinclude it in the index. Oh, that's good. And okay. the, how many and people look at that email? Because it seems like that you would get a lot of that with all the people and all the web content on there. I mean, is there is there a, a ton of people that actually get that email to help to help go through that? Um, yeah, I mean, it really depends on uh, it depends on the site and what we see with the site. I mean, a lot of people are in the gray. It may be you know a little bit over the gray area, and they might have got banned. And then they say, "Well, if I just do these two things, you know, maybe they won't. You know, if I just clean up the on-page stuff, maybe we won't. They won't find the you know off-page stuff." And so they send it in, and it's just a pain. It's easier for us if people, you know, you get caught, you clean it up, and let us know about it, and then we can include you back in the index. And, and is there what's the lag? Uh, generally, we um, with all the requests, we try and um, we try and take action on all the requests we get within a couple of weeks, between two or th- two and three weeks, um, and then it might take depending on. Um, you know, depending on what you were doing, it might take a little while to get that content back in the index. So I think people just need to understand um, that they just need to be patient, and um, you know, and then we'll get your site back into the index uh, as quickly as possible, assuming the site's clean. Some people send us emails. You know, they keep emailing. I get emails through you know Webmaster World, the stickies through all different sources, saying <laughs> you know I. I know my site's clean, and then I go and look at the site, and there's, you know, just all sorts of, um, you know, bad links coming in the site. Right. <laughs> there's, you know, keyword stuffing. There's all sorts of directories on the site, and, you know, you have to scroll down for, you know, five screens to see all the content, and they're like, this is clean, this is good content, and, you know, it obviously isn't, and it's much better if someone actually just tries to abide by the rules and get a friend to look at your site and say, do you think this is okay, just as a sanity check? Because a lot of times I get emails where it's fairly blatant stuff. Right, right. Well, that's really good to know because, um, you know, people face this every day and there's legitimate people out there that are that that think that they have good content and probably don't know some of the things that you shared with us today so we really appreciate that and uh sorry if i pinned you down a little bit but uh, it's it's <laughs> well, always having me on the show i really appreciate it yeah it's it's good because um you know it's not every day that you get somebody in your position to to share some of the some of the things that not a lot of people know and just the few links that we put on the chat room and i, I would ask that you, you stay on um in the chat room and post some more of those helpful tools in those areas because it's going to get people to to sign up for your products and services and um, I think a lot of people get a lot out of it. Yeah, I just wanted to answer one question. People were saying bad links coming into the site can screw you over. If it's coming from other people, I don't think that's something that's fair, but oftentimes these bad links are coming into the site from other sites that that site most often coming into that site from other sites that that particular site owner owns. So um, that's That's just to clarify that, uh, that question people had on the forums. Right, and I know we didn't get to cover the issue of fraud, but maybe, uh, maybe uh, on another ch- uh, another show because it is a big important issue. It is something that I know you guys are concentrating heavily on, and um, it's good that we all um, prevent that because all it does is affect everybody's outcomes and their their bottom lines. And I know that you guys want to have a um, you know a nice product and service and offering going forward. So, 
Uh, again, I really appreciate your time today. Um, we're going to uh, break for a commercial. We're going to have Stephanie Leffler on from Monster Commerce. We're going to talk about some e-commerce solutions that will really help you uh, drive more revenue to your site, too. Uh, thanks a lot, Tim. Thanks, Monty. Bye. Okay, take care. WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. There's a lot of webmasters out there, and they all have traffic to send you. For them to send you traffic, they need to know who you are. Want to reach them? Heck, you need to reach them. To reach them, you need to be where they are. You need to speak their language. You need to tell them how you're all going to make money together sending traffic to your sites. Webmaster Radio is the place to reach them. Webmaster Radio is the place where webmasters, affiliate programs, and internet business Come together to learn, share, connect, and do business. Use banners, buttons, sure, you've got those here. But if you want to put out the message that not only tells them what you do, but the spirit of your company, Webmaster Radio is the place. We'll put out a professionally produced radio spot that can be informative, entertaining, even silly. It'll get your message out to the Webmaster community. And hey, we'll all do more business. Webmaster Radio, where everybody learns to make more money. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is all Always proud. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. I love that. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Domain Masters. And again, uh, my uh, thanks to Tim, uh, Tim Meyer, uh, for being on the show. And uh, again, Tim, I'm sorry if I, if I pinned you down, but uh, I was really glad that uh, you were able to share some things with us that I know that the listening community were able to take away and uh, walk away from and learn a little bit more about Yahoo and how to be more successful on the web. Uh, my next guest is uh, Stephanie Leffler. She's the uh, CEO for Monster Commerce. I met Stephanie uh, a year ago at Webmaster World. And uh, um, she's one of the most uh, well-respected um, 
um, uh, you know, well-respected uh, e-commerce uh, leaders, and she's uh, uh, she's asked to speak at a number of different conferences, including Webmaster World, and she spoke at SES. And they have a great product and service, a great company. Uh, we manage their domain names at Moniker, and uh, we're going to be offering their products and services up on our site as well. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's, yeah, it's about time I got you pinned down, huh? I know it's tough. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, was going to be interviewing you at uh, at SES, and uh, you're just too busy for me. But uh, we'll make up for that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'm, I'm ex- excited to hopefully share some interesting things with you tonight. Yeah. Now, speaking of interesting, you have an interesting, um, uh, uh, I guess, um, um, experience on getting onto the web. Uh, I understand that you started um, your own online venture, which helps you kind of get experience with what should be working well with e-commerce and what doesn't work. Well, and uh, ended up being the CEO of a, of a great organization, uh, Monster Commerce. Tell me a little bit about, about it. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's actually a, a pretty good story for from an entrepreneurial perspective. Um, when I uh, was in my senior year in college, I decided that rather than uh, sitting through classes, I would convince a professor that writing a business plan and starting an online store was a, a good idea, which I did, and uh, ended up starting a store. And long story made short, I quickly became uh, Monster Commerce's number one most annoying client. Um, I can't I imagine that. <laughs> well, every day I would call with ideas and things that I'd like to see change. And, uh, you know, after a little while, the owner of the company said, you know, hey, if you know so much about this stuff, why don't you become a partner in the venture? And um, it actually sounded like a great idea to me. So I agreed, and that's that's how I originally got on board. And, um, you know, we grew it from just a, a couple of clients to, you know, today uh, we have more than 5,000 online stores out there. So it's been a lot of fun. Wow, that's great. That's great. So um, when I first uh, when I first met you about a year ago, uh, you had um, you, you guys started like uh, didn't you guys start out of out of your house or something above your garage or out of Ryan's yeah, house or something? Exactly uh, above my business partner's uh, parents' garage. It was a true you know dot com startup story. There were three or four of us crammed in there, and um, you know if somebody had to make a sales call, they had to go into the bathroom so that they could hear themselves talk. It was uh, we actually had a really good time. It was a lot of fun. A lot of hours and um you know it's it's all worth it now i think i don't know as of today i think we have 75 employees which is kind of amazing uh oh, that's how great. much it's grown but um yeah that's where it all started yeah because we came uh, we came from uh, from basically the same backgrounds i started out of a third bedroom out of my house and my partner eric uh just moved in from michigan and he was put up in my set in my spare bedroom and my we, we our house was under construction and and uh <laughs> my wife basically kicked us out because we just uh first of all being in the house she saw me less than she sees me now, and my dog would be barking in the background while we were on uh, on the phone with clients in Australia, and it was just crazy. So, uh, <laughs> very similar beginnings. Yeah, it does sound familiar. It's it's always a lot of fun to start like that. It certainly uh, makes you appreciate it when you actually have an office to go to in the morning. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, Monster Commerce is uh, I would say that you're one of the leaders in your in your industry. Tell me a little bit about what makes you guys different than the other e-commerce solutions out there, and why um, you're getting so much popularity and so many customers. Sure. Um, well, there's, there's a couple of big things that make Monster Commerce special. Uh, the first is really our, our support and our support philosophy. Um, you know, anybody can build great software, but, you know, being able to support it and back up what you sell is really where we excel. And, you know, small businesses need a lot of intensive support when they're trying to run an online business. Um, you know, more than just tech support, you know, a lot of times they need consultation. Um, they need to learn about search engine optimization and how to use shopping search to sell 
sell more, uh, how to make their sites um, convert more sales. And you know, that's our tech support and our support people are trained uh, to not only just help with the how do I type questions, but also um, really helping people enhance their business and understand all the things that we're lucky enough to learn through going to conferences like Webmaster World and SES. We try to bring all that back to our clients. Um, in addition, you know, we build our shopping cart and our, and our uh, e-commerce system with search engines in mind from the start. Um, believe it or not, a lot of software platforms out there don't think about those things in the design phase. Um, our developers have actually all been out to Bruce Clay for training. Um, we bring back information from SES, and you know, we try to teach them those things. So as they're designing elements of our system, uh, SEO is built in and kept in mind from day one, and it certainly makes our clients' lives a lot easier when they're trying to get listed in the engines. Now, that's a, that's a, um, a differentiating factor. I mean, do, do other e-commerce companies have that in mind when, they, uh, when they're in their offering? Well, I, I can't say uh, blanket no, but I can tell you the majority of e-commerce systems that I've looked at certainly don't take search engines into into account when they're developing. Uh, you know, it's hard enough to develop and code an e-commerce software uh, without doing everything with, a, you know, constantly considering search engines. And we've trained our developers about the importance of that. Um, and I definitely think it's a big differentiating factor for Monster Commerce. Yeah, because a lot of people, um, you know, just maybe it's my, my ignorance about um, how e-commerce works, but once you get beto- you know, behind the security wall, you know, the HTTPS sign, how, I mean, w- t- give us a little bit of an idea how your system works that's different than others that you can still help with search engine optimization, because once you get into the secured environment when you're putting credit cards down, um, tell us a little bit how that changes the SEO um, um, picture a little bit. Sure, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, once you, you, when you come into an e-commerce site, uh, what I call the front end or the insecure parts of the e-commerce site are the parts that you're actually optimizing and trying to get listed in search engines. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you click that checkout button, you know, all of that is a secured area. And, in fact, you don't even want spiders uh, indexing that content. Um, so you really have to keep the two separate sections of the e-commerce site in mind, um, the front end where all of your great content lives where your product information lives, that's where you want spiders, you know, focusing their time. Um, and then your secured areas and especially your administration areas, we actually take great lengths and, and steps to make sure that spiders don't even see those things. You know, it's uh, uh, you don't want, for example, um, you know, administrative login screens being indexed by Google, and, and we're, you know, careful to make sure that uh, we direct the robots as such from, from the get-go on our site. Wow, that's great. That's great. So um, it, it, it probably goes down to designing how the products and services are laid out on a particular page and uh, the fact that, um, um, you know, the, the spiders can go into those particular pages and still have good, uh, good results when they come out of there, that you're not, you're not clogging them up or denying them access to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, what you see with a lot of dynamic sites, and it's a common problem, is you, know, you get these URL strings that are, um, you know, a thousand characters in length, and it's you know, search engines don't like that. Um, it's key to keep the URL strings clean, uh, not use a lot of special characters, not use session IDs. Um, you know, there's some pretty, uh, pretty big no-nos with search engines that seem to always creep their way into e-commerce development, and you know, you can get around those things if you're thoughtful with the development process. And 
and making sure that you just follow um, good standard search engine optimization um, with your dynamic pages. Uh, our clients' dynamic pages seem to get indexed very well, um, and uh, you know that's something that we're proud of. There are some other engines out there that you know the home page is about all a client can expect to get indexed. Anything deeper than that on an e-commerce site is, is a lot of times just out of the question. Right. And how does your e-commerce solution help someone get to, I mean, if, if I'm the customer, I mean, I'm your customer, so I want to obviously get somebody to the point of purchase so that I'm um, acquiring a customer, giving them the most, uh, you know, the best user experience that they had, and they, they want to come back and shop with me. What are the, some of the steps that your, that your product and service provide that really help them get to that? Because that's one of the most important things. You lose so many people at the point of purchase, um, especially when you're on the web. There's, a, there's the question of trust, and then there's the flow, there's the number of steps involved. I mean, all these things go into a factor, you know, go into factors of um, how successful you are on acquiring the customer, giving them a good user experience, and um, you guys have all obviously been uh, pretty successful at that. What are some of the key, you know, key points that you guys have in your product that actually get somebody from, um, you know, looking at a product and service and then to the point of purchase? Sure, that's a great question. Um, a couple of the, the biggest things that we have, and, and really the key here, is merchant flexibility. Um, there are some rules that I like to talk about in terms of you know how to take a site um, and, and really make it sell. You know, if you get a hundred visitors to your site, how many of those hundred visitors complete your checkout? Um, that's something that a lot of merchants don't focus on. You know, they focus on doubling their traffic as opposed to doubling their conversion rate. Right, that's a very um, important point. Absolutely. I mean, some common things uh, to think about would be the actual text that appears on the uh, what I call the add to cart button. Um, a lot of people will use the term buy, uh, or you know, they'll they'll make text on that button that says buy. However, you know, if you look at the statistics, the words add to cart actually convert a lot higher. Mm. Um, to me, it's a it's a commitment question. Uh, you know, I always joke around. If I say, you know, Monty, will you go on a date with me? You might say yes. If I say, Monty, will you marry me? You probably say no. It's just because it's a lower level of commitment. The same thing. I, I would say yes to both, but my wife would come. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's good to know. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> um, yeah, and you have to, you know, you have to cater to uh, what your clients are thinking. Keeping buy buttons and checkout buttons um, or add to cart buttons above the fold is really important. Um, I saw a, st- a survey recently from Core Metrics that said that um, for websites that final submit order button is below the fold, they're converting Conversion rate is on average 10% uh, lower than sites that have their checkout button or their final submit order button above the fold. Um, there are a lot of other things that you can do, you know, making sure your, your on-site search works well. You know, we focus a lot on Google and Yahoo, but, you know, I always ask merchants, is your site search working well? Um, do you log search queries and see what your visitors are actually searching for and are the most popular queries returning great results with your best-selling products? Products. And you'd be surprised at the number of people that can't give good answers to those questions. Um, really just spending time focusing on your site. Uh, you know, calling a neighbor or a friend and asking them to navigate your site and check out and just watching over their shoulder and having them speak out loud about what they're thinking uh, really can give people great insights. If you stare at a site every day, sometimes you just have no idea uh, the things that might seem obvious that really aren't to your shoppers. Yeah, definitely. I, I, we're going through um, you know a site conversion right now, and you website and a new shopping cart and all these things and uh, um, it is definitely something that I think we're going to actually end up talking to you guys about
out, that's for sure, because um, uh, what we, what our perception of how the, how it should work is totally different what our customers are exact, you know, uh, obviously. But those are some really uh, some really interesting points. The the word buy is is something that people are not as comfortable comfortable with as they are adding to the cart because it's less, I guess it's less uh, you know abrasive or less uh, a less aggressive statement, and people will feel more comfortable with adding to cart. Yeah, there's um, a, a number of purchases that we're seeing on the web. Uh, it seems like the number of people that return to a cart and actually make those purchases is going up significantly. So, you know, we see people possibly shopping online for a few hours, uh, getting offline, you know, maybe going and making dinner and then returning to their computer later that night to actually complete the purchase. And to those people, add to cart makes sense because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to fill up a cart and then possibly purchase it later. Buy really implies that they need to do it right now. Um, you know, we don't see people using wish lists a lot. Um, however, filling up that cart and then saving it for later is becoming very, very popular, very common online behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's a, that's an interesting point as well because uh, in our business, um, you know, people are registering domain names. Uh, but we, we have other products and services that maybe aren't as urgent. So, you know, in a domain name scenario, you're worried about someone else registering the domain name that you have. So there's a sense of urgency. And yeah. so we have a different kind of a product line in that particular case. And maybe they should be treated different because, you, know, uh, you know, somebody might get the idea or somebody might register the domain name before you get to it. So lots of times you don't want to keep that in your cart and come back later. But adding host to that domain name or uh, URL forwarding or something like that might be something that you may want to save in the cart and then come back later and buy because you're not in that it's not an urgent matter that, that's a great point. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about it from a domain perspective, but you're right. Um, I know every time I've registered a domain, I always feel like it's a race against the clock. So I think you're right there. Um, but but yeah, it's it's uh, you know just a matter of trying to get inside your customers' heads and thinking about um, you know what is their particular situation and then making your site cater to that. Um, you know, even just adding additional features like giving somebody the ability to you know on a product site maybe place a repeat order. You know, if you retail food products, um, you know, giving the, the ability to come back and take a look at a previous order and fill up your cart with those same items with the click of a button. Um, for example... Uh, Cut, you know, cutting out the steps, you know, just, just cutting out the, the number of steps involved. That's right. I always, uh, I always tell people, you know, if you can save your, save your customers time, uh, that's why they're shopping online most likely. Either they're looking for something they can't find elsewhere or they're trying to save time. And anything that you can do to help them achieve that goal, you know, you really are going to win a repeat customer, um, which is everybody's. You know, that, that's the mission. Um, you know, if the moniker.com website gives people a great domain buying experience, they're going to come back and buy domains there every single time, probably regardless of price, even if it's a couple bucks more expensive. Um, than another place or a couple bucks less. It doesn't matter. It's that very good user experience that web users are looking for. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Because that's a, uh, you know, it's all about experience and then, and then, you know, the experience they have on a particular site that they can be, that they can, you know, trust the site. They have a good purchasing experience and that they have a, you know, we, we focus on a lot on, on building the relationships with the customer afterwards. And it sounds like that you do as well with your uh, high degree of focus on su- support and service. Um, how, how many people do you guys have dedicated to um supporting your customer base? Uh, dedicated to support alone, I believe we have about uh, 25 people in that department. Um, that's all they do is you know, speak with customers on the phone and uh, make sure that their sites are up, running, and selling well. That's great. And then um, um, the 
pricing structure for Monster Commerce, how is it different than some of the other products and services that are out on the market? Is it um, something that's more of a more on the affordable side, or you have various um, offerings for different solutions? Sure, we do have various offerings, but Monster Commerce is you know very affordable. It's a uh, ninety nine dollars a month across the board for just about um, any merchant. You know, if we do have a lot of uh, high volume merchants, you know, big sellers, and we do offer some dedicated hosting plans and things like that for those merchants that you know would drive the price up a bit. Um, but it's just a ninety nine dollar flat fee. We don't take a percentage of sales. A lot of e commerce uh, providers do take a percentage of sales, and uh, we've never gone with that model. And I think our customers seem to appreciate that you know they don't get penalized for success that way um but yeah it's fairly easy to understand and you know at three bucks a day there's there's uh it's it's fairly good rates in terms of um you know looking at the price of the software that powers your entire online business yeah that's uh that's very important because uh you know one bad sale um or one bad user experience costs you more than that um you know in a day (laughs) Yep, you're right you know, I mean, when you when it's so hard to acquire a customer to begin with, and if you were to lose that one customer because they had a bad experience, you'd lose far more than that ninety nine dollars in one in one minute, one hour, than you would um, you know spending that in a month and having a good uh, you know a good um, format for that. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, that it does bring up another great point is that, you know, when you do have customers having a good user experience and, you know, giving you testimonials, um, I always tell people, you know, testimonials, each one is like a nugget of gold for your site. Um, you can never have enough testimonials out there. Uh, people are always, you know, wanting to get that. Um, they, they're looking for that little piece of confidence that they need to go ahead and make a purchase from your site. Um, you know, gathering testimonials is another great way to increase your conversion rate and letting customers know that your site is secure, um, you know, either through a partnership with somebody like, you know, ScanAlert, who has the HackerSafe product. They're getting pretty popular. There's a number of other ones out there. Um, but anything that you can do to your site to increase customer confidence through uh, testimonials, great user experience, security, you know, clearly defining your company's policies, uh, those kind of things really make lifetime customers, and that's, you know, what we're all looking for. Yeah, definitely. And, um, I think that you're integrated in. Um, are you integrated in, or, or, or does Urchin integrate in with your product and service? Yeah, Monster Commerce and Urchin are, are longtime partners. Um, we integrate our products very tightly. Anybody who signs up for Monster Commerce automatically gets Urchin 5 statistics, um, and that there's no additional cost for that. Uh, we also integrate tightly with their Urchin 6 on-demand product for really detailed e-commerce reporting, um, you know, in terms of being able to take a keyword that you uh, bid on in pay-per-click and track that all the way through to the sale and conversion and knowing exactly what your ROI is on each keyword. Um, you know, the conversion rate stuff that we're talking about, Urchin 6 On Demand in combination with Monster Commerce tracks that on, you know, literally an hourly basis. And so you can see your trends over time. You can make some of these changes that I'm talking about and actually, uh, you know, watch them increase your conversion rate. But um, Urchin is, is a great product with some great people behind it. And uh, we've always had a very good relationship with them. And, um, you know, in my opinion, we use their analytics for for our company as well as our customers, and we've always been very impressed. Yeah, I had uh, Brett uh, Crosby on um, at uh, in New York, and um, he mentioned that he integrated with you guys. And um, it seems like you know the, the power of information, um, and you know leads to knowledge and then action. And if you can track where people are bailing out, and that's all part of you know you, you add great benefit by having that integration.
innovation uh, with their product and service and being SEO conscious, I think that's a really unique advantage and one of the reasons why we're going to promote and sell your product uh, on our site because it's a, I think that's a unique de- differentiator and we're all looking for ways to help our customers get better and more successful on the web so that they are happy and, and feel more comfortable you know, doing business on the web and that's what we're all here and doing. You know, That's why we're all here in business, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I heard uh, somebody one time referred to Urchin as, oh, well, they were a Monster Commerce customer and they were using Urchin 6 and they referred to it as an unfair advantage over their competition. And I really think that, that that's true. You know, being able to have that uh, depth of analytics um, gives you or gives Monster Commerce uh, just a great unfair advantage, being able to see that and then take action on the site to improve it and then take a look at your changes and see if it did improve your conversion rate or, you know, the stickiness of the site. Whatever it is that you're trying to improve, is uh, it's very satisfying to be able to make changes and, and see them working for you. Right. Now, um, uh, before we wrap up, tell me a little bit about what Monster Commerce has on the um, on the drawing board. Um, you know, wh- where what's the future? You know, where's where's the future for Monster Commerce and its products and services? What are some of the innovations that you guys are are making in the industry? And and you know, what are we going to see in one, two, five years from now? Sure. Um, well, five years from now, I can guarantee there's going to be some some crazy things out there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things um, just in terms of response to uh, the shoppers that are online, the things that they want. You know, the one-click checkout, um, very, very convenient ease of use. You know, I've even heard uh, some people talking about the changes that will happen um, in apparel selling online in terms of being able to get a body scan and then you know, virtually trying clothes on. I think we'll be able to see wow. some. that would be uh, cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much for every man in America, it's more or less their dream, never having to step into another clothing store again. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, Definitely. You know, that's, uh, I can't wait till the day that I can look at a shirt online and say, oh, no, this is going to be too tight in your shoulders. You know, you might want to try this one. Um, in terms of a year from now, we have, uh, we've always integrated with QuickBooks, and we're, inc- you know, we're enhancing that integration. We have an integration with eBay coming out this year. Um, we have a ton of new search engine uh, friendly features in terms of just keeping pace with what the engines are looking at on sites and making sure that our customers are there. Um, we have a number of just new features in terms of being able to better cross-sell, better upsell, um, provide more targeted email marketing to repeat customers, a number of things on that front. Um, Monster Commerce focuses our time on uh, saving our clients' time and making our clients' money, and you'll see features this year that speak to those two things and, you know, five years as well. Well, give us a little peek. I mean, you have a new product, you have a new uh, revision of your product coming out that uh, we should be on the lookout for? Um, We do. Uh, You can be looking out for a new version of Monster Commerce uh, probably around September of this year. We'll be ready to launch it. Um, We typically try to get all of our development done and everything in time for the holiday season for our merchants. Um, And we'll be making releases quarterly for the rest of this year to build towards uh, our final release in September with uh, a ton of new features. And um, a lot of the search engine related things uh, will be uh, included again. Right, right. And um, what are, um, uh, you're, you're, you're currently at what, 5,000 customers? That's correct. And uh, you're privately held, obviously. What's, yep. uh, what's going on with the business? How's it growing? Is it, um, how many, cu- I mean, how many customers do you bring online uh, that are new on a monthly basis? 
Sure. Um, in a monthly basis, uh, geez, we bring on um, probably about 250, 300 new customers right now. Uh, we're growing faster than we ever have before. Um, we're seeing less attrition than we ever have before. You know, our customers are um, becoming more successful because they understand how to use search engines and shopping search and the various channels that are now available to them to push their products. Um, you know, the business is uh, is going great. We just literally last week we had 10 new people start which is the most new people we've ever had in the office in a week and um, i know i'm starting to fun. see new people in your booths and everything and all the shows it's, uh, the faces are changing all the time and they are ryan doesn't even come out and uh, come out to the shows anymore I know. We keep him locked away in a cave, I tell you. He holds the fort down in, in St. Louis. But uh, it's great to see everybody's enthusiasm. Um, it's fun to, you know, bring new people in because a lot of people have had fairly stuffy jobs. And as you know, Monster Commerce, we're a little bit untraditional, and we like to have a lot of fun and work hard, too. And it's always uh, it's always nice to have new people in because they really appreciate the environment, that's for sure. Yeah. Are you a Cards fan, by the way? Oh, big time. Well, uh, I, just speaking of fun in the office, uh, we had a little breakaway yesterday uh, at Fort Lauderdale Stadium and uh, took the half the office anyway, you know, those that wanted to come. We watched the cards play uh, Baltimore in a little scrimmage game. Oh, geez, I didn't even see the score. Did they win? Um, to be honest with you, I don't know because I, I had to leave around 315, and they were still, I think they were in the seventh inning. It was tied 4-4. But, oh, you know, wow. Sammy Sosa was uh, Sammy Sosa was playing, you know, and, uh, and um, you know, they looked like they were uh, they weren't playing major league baseball that's for sure because they were they were kind of relaxed and didn't run didn't run after the balls either side both made errors but uh it was interesting to see it was uh, you know coincidental that uh, cards were in town and played and we got to see him yesterday so well that is that is yeah some people at the office will be excited i i did see um some cardinal signs going up in various people's offices i think they're getting ready for the season yeah definitely well stephanie i really appreciate your time and uh, we're very excited to get uh, uh monster commerce solutions up on our site and on our um, on our uh, 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 partner offering, and uh, I think I'm going to be giving you a call tomorrow the next day to see if you can help us out with our own uh, shopping cart process. And right. um, we highly recommend Monster Commerce, um, and uh, we'll be using uh, and offering their services on, on Moniker's uh, website um, within the next three weeks, and uh, very excited to have you on. Thank you for sharing all those tips about um, helping the purchase process and the e-commerce solution process be better for, um, for the user, and uh, I'm sure a lot of those points, some of those simple things about putting the, uh, the the you know the the add to cart buttons above the fold and uh, changing the verbiage around and some of the studies that are done are really key, critical things that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, and well, so thank you helpful. so much for having me. It's uh, it was great talking with you tonight, and I look forward to talking with you in the next couple of days. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh-huh. Stephanie, thank you very much. Um, that's that's the end Bye. of our show. Uh, those. Um, uh, those people that are uh, waiting for our new site launch, just a little bit of an update. We're about uh, three weeks away, and um, I know there's a lot of chatter on the boards and on the forums about it, and we're excited to have uh, have that out, and we will have an integrated shopping cart and and a lot of neat products and features, so we're, um, we're excited to have that out. Um, next week, uh, we'll be on at... Uh, um, same time at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and uh, I'll be posting everything uh, who my guests are next week on all the forums and the boards, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, see you next week. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.